Located some 100 kilometers east of the oasis town of Dunhuang and the Mogao Caves, there is another Buddhist cave complex that also experienced thousands of years of wind and sand. Compared with the world-renowned Mogao grottos, its cave construction is relatively small in scale. But the murals are better preserved and also of high artistic value. Hello and welcome to this new episode of the Why We Love Dunhuang podcast. After touring around Britain and France seeing some of the most amazing Dunhuang relics, our Dunhuang podcast series is almost coming to an end. But before wrapping up, here are some bonuses. To reward our listeners' enthusiasm towards Dunhuang and this podcast, we will take you to visit another place that also belongs to the Dunhuang art complex. Yeah, let's return to China and visit a twin site of the Magao Caves. Before we set off, do remember to give us a five-star rating or a review and share this one and only Dunhuang podcast series with your friends. The Yulin Grottoes, also named the Ten Thousand Buddha Valley, is another place in western China for exploring Buddhist culture and fabulous art. It is also a branch of the Dunhuang Cave Complex hidden in the desert. Overall, the scale of the Yulin Caves is much smaller than the Magao Caves. There are 43 caves remaining on the site, scattered on both sides of the cliffs, with more than 5,000 square meters of murals about one-ninth of the total area of the Magao Grottoes. Yet the site is more original in its state of renovation and preservation. The cliff faces and the riverbed retained their original shape, almost the same as they were thousands of years ago. Viewed from the mountain, you'll enjoy the never-changing and beautiful frontier scenery. The river flows through the site and separates the two cliffs from which the caves have been excavated. Red-coloured willows and elms grow luxuriantly on both banks. The site takes its name from the elm trees lining the Yulin River. Murals are the most representative art form of the Yulin grottoes. If seeing the murals of the Magao Caves is like watching a romantic feature movie, viewing the wall paintings at Yulin is more like enjoying a blockbuster action film they have so much more visual impact. Similar to their counterparts in the Magao Caves in themes, the murals in the Yulin Caves are more delicate and colourful. They are believed to have been created by more skillful craftsmen and reveal the highly developed painting skills of the time. Also, the caves were less visited and thus better preserved. There is little of the oxidation and thickening of painted lines that's so prevalent in Magao. The Yulin Caves date back to the Northern Wei Dynasty in the 4th to 5th century, and the construction continued through the Sui and Tang Dynasties until the Yuan Dynasty around the 14th century. Now, the earliest surviving caves date from the Tang Dynasty. Among them, Cave 25, built in the Middle Tang period, is the most well-preserved one. This is a must-see cave in Yulin. From the mural on the north wall of Cave 25, you can find some very interesting scenes that illustrate a well-depicted earthly paradise. 
the mural showcases the pure land of Maitreya, who is the legitimate successor of Shakyamuni and the Buddha of the future. However, he does not preside in a heavenly realm. Rather, as expressed by the mural, this Buddha descends to the human realm to preach wisdom and compassion. According to Buddhist text, this human realm, or Maitreya's terrestrial world, is also an earthly heaven. In this world, people live a very long and happy life, as long as 84,000 years. Women get married when they are 500 years old. Farmers can sow once and have seven harvests. People do not pick up things left on the road. There is no need to close the door of the house at night. Clothes are growing on trees and anyone can take them at will. All these things are shown in the mural. On the left part of the mural, a man wearing a bamboo hat and a long robe is holding a wooden plough with both hands. He is ploughing the field with two robust oxen, one black and one yellow. This is a traditional farming method. Behind the man is a woman sowing seeds in the ploughed field. Another man is in front, harvesting crops with a sickle. Nearby, a man is winnowing the husks from the grain with a wooden fork, and a woman is using a broom to sweep up the husks and weeds. Behind them, a monk is preaching to two laymen. The whole picture provides precious evidence for us to know more about agricultural production and life in the Tang dynasty. Below the scene is an old man in a white robe sitting inside his tomb. If you remember, we already talked about this scene in our previous episode. The old man is saying goodbye to his relatives and waiting for his death. Because he has lived for 84,000 years and there was no physical suffering, he appears quite calm and peaceful. There is another scene reflecting a popular Chinese idiom. The idiom, Lu Bu Shi Yi, means no one to pick up articles in the street, indicating a peaceful and prosperous society with high moral standards. The same scenario on the mural shows a gorgeous treasure box is discarded on the side of the road, and two pedestrians just glance back and leave the box without taking it for themselves. In Chinese people's view, an ideal society values personal honesty, where no one picks up and pockets anything lost on the road. It is very rare that among all the secular scenes that are depicted, there is also a wedding picture expressing the term women get married at 500 years old in the world of Maitreya. It is also the only one in Dunhuang illustrating a Tubo ethnic bridegroom marrying a Han ethnic bride. Tubo is the ancient Chinese name for the present Tibetan people. From the picture, we can see the groom, who is wearing a Tubo-style lapel robe, is kneeling in front of the ceremonial table. Another male in Tubo dress, standing beside him, hands folded, is the best man. To their left stand the bride and her two bridesmaids, and they all wear Tang-style costume. Some researchers point out that this scene coincides with a common practice in the Dunhuang area at the time. Usually a wedding is held at the bride's home, and only the groom needs to bow down to both sets of parents. 
In the painting, a banquet is set up in the open-air courtyard. You can see large plates of steamed buns on the table. The bride's father is dressed in a red robe, a typical Tang suit. The Tubo man sitting next to him should be the bridegroom's father. They both look at the kneeling Tubo groom, which seems to remind the viewers of the groom's special identity. Opposite the male figures at the banquet, a female dressed in a Tang suit shows her back. This should be the bride's mother. This inter-ethnic marriage between Han and Tubo people is the only one in all the Dunhuang murals. Why did the artist pick this special wedding and depict it in detail in the earthly heaven? We do not know for sure. Some guess the builder of Cave 25 is a strong advocate of the ethnic integration of Han and Tubo people. No matter what the reason is, one thing we do know is Cave 25 has witnessed the fusion of Han culture and Tubo culture. And the signs of integration of different ethnic groups is still well preserved and vividly presented in Dunhuang, the world's largest Buddhist art gallery, after over a thousand years. Special thanks go out to the Dunhuang Academy in San Liang Zhongdu for contributing to the content of this podcast. If you like this podcast, please give us a five-star rating or a review. I'm Graham Stevens. See you next time on the Why We Love Dunhuang podcast.